can you just like can you can you kind of zoom out because no, you guys need to see me at this size <laughs> relative to you guys my energy mm. my verve my intellect look i mean just just look at this mm. do you see this Cosmic. i have no other fucking choice it's taking up the whole goddamn screen <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Cosmic, everybody. This is episode 19. Uh, welcome, everybody. I'm Vlado. Everybody else go around. George. The Jaded Hat. I don't think I need to introduce myself. I am well known throughout the podcast, Cosmic, as Arton the Great, the mighty, the spectacular, the amazing, the smart. Er, than the rest of you guys. I got nothing to say for that, but thanks. <laughs> Before we start, everybody, like and subscribe. Follow us down below. Click on the uh, the uh, notification uh, bell so anytime you hear any Power Quad goodness, it's going to come right to you. Uh, and with that, this week we have a number of things to talk about. Obviously, we're going to talk about Obi Wan. Uh, Season one, episode four. We will talk about Miss Marvel, episode one, which dropped some other Marvel news, which is obviously the uh, the newly inf- uh, you know the information about Thunderbolts, the movie that just leaked, uh, as well as just hot off the presses the the re release of Spider Man, the more fun edition, whatever they're calling it. I forgot what they're calling more it. more fun out. than it actually was. I don't see how. Yeah, that's- yeah. Well, well, you know, you know everything, so you'll be able to kind of clue us in on that uh that comes out in labor day we will we will touch on some trailers specifically the black adam trailer as well as jordan peele's new movie nope the trailer that just dropped uh and lastly we do have some gaming uh some rpg news that Artie's going to fill us in on as well as some comic discussions specifically around the new uh you know, key limited series that's going on in DC, Final Crisis. And with dark that- Dark Crisis, Dark Crisis. I know how you can mix it up. They have a crisis. Final Dark here. Crisis. Basically, I call it, I don't give a fuck crisis. That's what I call it. <laughs> that's but what we- the people who wrote it should have called it. Since okay. That's the amount of effort they put into it. So with that, let's uh, let's touch on Star Wars. Let's, 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 let's just tackle Obi-Wan right away. So episode four picks up exactly where we left off. Anybody want to, anybody want to take a shot? What what were your takes on it? I again, you know, I fall into that camp that I divorced myself from uh, canon to watch it, and okay. I just go for the ride. You you can tell it's a TV show, right? So it's not as big as I would have hoped the show to be. Like okay. I, I recently watched key episodes of The Mandalorian again over the last week to kind of compare it to. And there's a just really big difference, I think, re- between the production value of the two shows. So putting that aside, I really enjoyed the episode in terms of like, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a theme they do in Star Wars a lot. It's the rescue. Um, they, you know, somehow somebody from the rebellion or the good guys break into a stronghold, 
that is normally impenetrable or everybody would be too afraid to penetrate it. They get in and get out with relative ease with everybody's lives intact, uh, basically. But it, it was a lot of fun to see some of the things they put in there. You know, I like to see, you know, more and more of the lore of the Star Wars universe that they're, that they're putting in. Um, you had, I think, some good development with uh, Obi-Wan through the episode as he makes his way trying to, to get uh, to save Leah, Leia, um, which I thought was really well done. I particularly liked when he finds the, I guess, the sub-basement where he sees the uh, captured Jedis. I don't know if they're dead. Somebody would have to explain that to me. I if think they're they dead are. or they're dead. like in carbonite. Okay, so they're dead. So they may be doing some experiments on their their blood. Like, they're like in amber. It looks like it looks like Jurassic Park, but yeah, yeah. they're dead. And um, you had some key scenes with uh, Riva and uh, Leia. Um, you know, her trying to interrogate her to find out where the uh, the Jedi may be hiding. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. And obviously, they escape, and uh, you know, no surprise to anybody. Reva has a way uh, to find them. So again, my only problem, and I know it kind of a downer on me saying I like it, is the use of Vader. Um, I feel he's being used too much. I feel he's not particularly being well thought out of how, I mean, he rushed into his, <laughs> and I understand it's a kind of like a wonky Vader, like he's impetuous, he's angry, easy to startle up. But it, it just to me, it's better if he would have just been far away and the threat of Vader is enough. Um, and I really didn't like the scene with Vader. Other than that, um, he had some good use of the lightsaber, force powers by uh, developing again by Obi-Wan. And that was great. I, don't, I would like to know what you guys think about how they escaped. Do you think that was too easy or do you think Reva really attended, intended for them to escape? Um. Like she said, because somehow it's always very convenient with her. You see, and that's the problem I have with it. I think I just feel like it's Desu Riva with a lot of the Desek. What is it? Desek. French is not. Anyway, um, it, it was a fun episode. Again, for me, it's special edition uh, multiverse stuff. You know, it's can whatever the canon is from the. Lucas special edition. So anything from that, that's the canon I hold it to. So uh, it was fun. It was a fun episode. The, uh, the the Jedi Knights down in that thing were really good shocking twist. But again, it's the Reva Leia scene, Leia scene was not enjoyable because I just can't take the Yakras. <laughs> It's just she's too angry. It just it's like it's like an overwhelming you know type of, and it takes me out of every scene she's in, you know. And again, and especially that ending, like she was trying to stop them, but I let them go. But you didn't let them go because nobody was expecting the speeders to come and save them. So it just feels like everything with her is convenient, and she's always one step or five steps ahead of everybody, and it just knocks me out of whatever enjoyment I can have of this the series. Did you notice something though in the episode that she says clearly that I can't remember the line because I watched the episode three times. You think I remember the line, but she says it, I think distinctly to Vader in that Obi-Wan's the most important, like some line like that, like yeah. there's that line. Yeah. So she almost, 
is playing Vader? Is that what I'm supposed to get? Like, she's able to kind of knows what pushes Vader's I, I, buttons. Uh, well, according to the actress, she's better than Viva is better than Vader. Vader. So it's just it's just some weird things going on with 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 Riva that again I think and I think that has to do again with I don't know where the story is supposed to be going like what the big end game moment supposed to be and then it's because maybe these the season is so short that you just have to push along the stuff she does and take for granted that she's force sensitive and is able to do it or she's an actual Jedi. It just. <sighs> I, I mean, if that if that's the case, even at six episodes, they could have done each episode like an hour or something. Because uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, George. Yeah, I thought I thought they need they need because we're we're four out of six in, and it still feels like there is a huge amount of story that needs. I mean, not story, but stuff that needs to be filled in. That's that I don't think we're really gonna. I I don't. I almost feel like we're gonna get like Cliff Notes versions of a of a resolution or. But also, if we do a season two, it's gonna. Do, are they are they planning on stretching it out because there's a supposed season two, and if that's the case, that's you know like I, I a season two of this is just like pushing it. Did they refilm any of the last episode? Do we know that? No, I don't know anything about. There's, there's nothing. Supposedly rumors that. I mean, like, do you, do we go into the rumors? Yeah, yeah, did it. It's like that, like Riva died, and now they filmed it. They refilmed it where she lives, and now there might be a series. And like, it's like, why? Like, I like, I can't even take six six episodes of her <laughs> part time. I can't even imagine, you know, six episodes of her forty minutes at a time. I just don't think the character. It's getting to the point where it's like it, it's it's just too convenient to the plot where she's ending up a lot of times, and it's just like. But isn't that lazy writing? Other, you could have made one of the other inquisitors think of that, and you know, like give them something to do instead of snarling at her. Which they do a lot. Huh? I just I just saw a, an article recently, I think in the last day or so, that somebody said that one of the key writers on the show said all sort of these continuity questions will be addressed. So like continuity, it runs everything from, from what happened to the Grand Inquisitor because that ties into Rebels versus, versus look, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars, ba 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 well, but, you know, but he, never served, he never served Bail Organa in the Clone Wars, so that's even a weird line too. Well, yeah, but so you know, and and, but I mean, his he had a relationship. That's a Lucas him. thing too, because Lucas did the for the prequels, and not in any of the wars, we never saw that. So but but what I'm trying to get at is that she, she he had a relationship with Bale. We know that that's established, regardless well, that's, of what the lines yeah, are. Yes. But the way that she talks to the the message to him is now. I know I've heard I've read that they're saying that potentially. When she finally says that at the end, she says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. She says it in a different intonation than what the rest of the thing does. But considering what we've been shown in three out of the four episodes right now, sort of there's a relationship obviously built between Obi-Wan and, and Leia that I would have expected, you know, if you're tying it into Star Wars, does it mean, does it, mean it should have been, there's more familiarity there. There's that. There's obviously the rumors of going on right now, which are the big ones are about if Reva does show up, 
potentially at the end of the series back on Tatooine threatening Owen and Luke by lightsaber. Luke's never seen a lightsaber in his life in Star Wars. All of a sudden now, you, you know, that kind of, you know, that's another that would be crazy. Thing, so. That would so, be- again, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not focusing. I'm, this is not about Reva for me. It's about what are you trying to do? What are you, what are you going to get out of this? Again, I actually, full disclosure, I enjoyed this episode more than I enjoyed the Vader episode, the previous one, the, the battle. I thought it was a fun episode. I thought there was some, I, I think, Obi-Wan is having more costume changes in this series than share share concert. Share con- they already have three versions of an action figure. And it's obviously every time you're seeing him, he's getting closer and closer to a full Jedi Knight outfit again, right? So it's kind of getting there. Um, but my problem is they've made a big deal about this resistance on Jabin. And you hardly get any sort of sense of scope of what it is. It's like everything is rushed. Like he's in a back to tank. He's out. Now he's back at, he's back at, he's under the water. Everything is being rushed to get there. And then um, even, even the way they wrote uh, O'Shea Jackson's character where he's like, you know, my wife was a force sensitive, you know, all this stuff happened to me, but if you need me. I know that was really quick, but again, they have no time to build characters in this. Well, show. but it just feels it just feels you could have spent a little you're spending a lot of time with Obi-Wan and and Leia, right? You're building something there. Even with Reva, as much, whoever likes or dislikes Reva, whatever, there's more time with Reva than you have with these other characters that have made they've made a big deal about it. Obviously, like I do like uh Tala. Is it Talia or what is it? The the Imperial who switched yeah. the Game of Thrones lady. Yeah, she's, she's, an uh, she's a tough cookie, obviously. Well, she's a tough cookie, but also I was expecting, you know, if you wanted Gravitas, I was expecting she was going to sacrifice herself for them to get off the get off the thing, right? You make a big deal about this one speeder guy getting killed who you have no clue who the guy is at the end of it. And I'm just like, Wade, okay, Wade. it's Wade. Who's Wade? <laughs> Come on. Everyone knows Who's Wade. Wade. Everyone loved Wade, lad. Who? Okay. Anyway, so I love the scene with Obi-Wan. Everything with his force powers getting better was cool. I liked the whole scene in the dark. It was very Force Unleashed 2 where he shuts the light, takes out the two stormtroopers. I thought that was really cool. Force Unleashed married with the Star Wars rescue. With Jedi, with also Jedi Order. Jedi Jedi Fallen Order. The whole thing. Yeah. Which well, is a lot of he he got into the base similar to Cal Kestis. Everybody talking about Cal Kestis showing up. Cal Kestis is not showing up, guys. Let's just let's put that out of our minds. Was the it- biggest cameo you're going to have in this, in my opinion, and I I won't even put it at a hundred percent, is you might get a force voice, force ghost voice of Qui Gon, but if you really want to spend the money, you get a real force ghost Liam Neeson in there. That's my opinion. If you really want to show a real, I think that has to be there, right? I mean, no, it doesn't. Not at this point. It doesn't have to be. Well, I think so because he keeps, there's always, there's always like some, an instance where Obi-Wan brings up Qui-Gon in the, you hope that he shows up. You hope that he shows up. And lastly, uh, I read that each episode of the Mandalorian was something like $150 million. This entire series, or like the, the budget for it, was 150 million. Not a, not each episode. I'm sorry. Please, that's crazy. <laughs> this nuts. one only had a 90 million dollar budget, which I'm like, this is your, this is Obi Wan. Yeah, but it's six this episodes is, versus what? Twelve. It right? doesn't matter. It's still nine. You, you, if was you're the going Mandalorian full, twelve episodes? No, it was eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. 
But there's still. only two more episodes. You guys, this is six episodes. At the very least, this last episode was only like 38 minutes or 32 yeah. minutes or, or what, 34 minutes? And, and, like, and to be honest, Vader, like it or not, I don't care what anybody says, you can't convince me otherwise. It, it's, this is the right word even too. Titular character of the Star Wars universe. He's, to me, if you're going to spend money anywhere, it should be wherever you're going to show Vader in the black suit. Well, here's here and here, but I got to tell you something else. They made a big deal about Hayden Christensen, unless Hayden Christensen showing up in the last two episodes in a big way. And I'm not talking about Vader in the outfit. I'm talking about flashback. I'm talking about, I'm talking about either, either he, you know, if the fight is like what happened with Ahsoka and Vader in rebels where she cuts the thing and she sees half his face and they're fighting that way. But they may, you know, they've been having all this, this, um, a publicity stuff with both Hayden Christensen and you and McGregor. And I'm sorry, other than seeing that one camp, that one ghostly figure of you in, in the third episode, it could have been, I'm seeing pictures of more stunt doubles in Vader outfits than I've seen. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of those. One, one is the sword fighting guy, which is fine. The other one is a stand in for like yeah. lighting and stuff. So he, you know, it's, I, I think again, there was a how many David Prowse was supposedly Darth Vader, but he wasn't doing the fighting. There are photos of I forgot the actor's name filming scenes on Endor with Luke, who was not David Prowse. So it's the same type of thing, right? Just, but it's James Earl Jones, right? That's the most important. I'm, I hate to say it, I'm not trying to say anything bad about you and the most I mean, important part. That's the most important James part Jones. because at the end of the day, it's James Earl Jones's voice. Yeah, because anybody could be in the Vader suit, and I'm not trying to slag Hayden. I'm glad Hayden is back, but if I was an actor, I'd be like, "Am I, am I showing my face anytime soon? Or am I going to be in here?" <laughs> um, one thing that I'm so very surprised. Is this hitting the back? Uh, yeah, you mm -hmm. did right, but that's also that? with this on. Is that him? Yeah, it's definitely it's him. him. I got to yeah. look at it again. Keith, I'm oh. sorry. We're talking, but look, I want to, I want to, I want to hear what well, Keith we already know what Keith's opinion is going to be. So, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why, why bother? Right, George? No, no, Keith. What were your <laughs> thoughts on this episode? Keith, what did you like about the episode? Let's, why don't we throw it that way? <laughs> I should play, I should play, I should play like Jeopardy music. No, you turned it into the thinker. You turned it into the thinker. Um, Nothing. Wow. I really, I have not. I mean, you've said good things about Boba Fett, and yet you're struggling with this. Yeah. 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 This one was just comical. I guess it was funny. <laughs> funny. Well, yeah. Let's 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 be honest. Uh, the uh, the Flasher Imperial raincoat that I know Obi Wan wore. <laughs> to hide Leia. That was that's gonna be an action figure, right? It'll be the two seconds. It was a funny scene. It yeah. did like I mean, that's honestly, what I said. It was funny. The purpose he, of it was just to be funny, and I thought he, it worked for that. To be honest, it was funny. The TVC, the vintage collection, mm -hmm. might have a two-figure set of that because they do that a lot. Yeah. With the I would buy it. <laughs> um, kind of interesting, two interesting things that one is a question, one is kind of like a, a statement that I didn't expect. When I was, when we were starting to see previews of the show, even though I knew we were going to see Leia and Luke, I did not realize we were going to see Leia throughout and have her as a character. I cannot, it's, as, 
as again, suspend disbelief. I still have fun with the show. I have my issues with the canon and they just got to use Vader less, but I can't stand kid actors. It takes me out of it all the time. And, and, and I guess you would say, well, you got Riva there. She's not doing a great job, you know, either, but uh, I just get, I did not expect to see child Leia throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, you have any thoughts on that, or you guys expected her to be? I, 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 I enjoyed Leia. I, I, I'll be I, honest with you. Leia's not my problem in the show. Leia's no. never been my. Leia's, it, not it's, it's, Leia's not the problem in the show. It's to me. It's, I, I've said it last week, and I'll keep on saying it. It's it's the writing, and what I'm saying. It's forget even the the logic. It's the clipped things are getting clipped, where it feels so short at times that you're not really letting stuff breathe. I just feel that there's so much that they're going to have to sort of button up so that it it kind of ties into all this other established stuff that stuff is going to get sacrificed. And it's like, and I hate to say it, but look at even rise of Skywalker. I'm not trying to compare, but rise of Skywalker left a huge key plot element out of the thing, which was the rise of the emperor again. Right. It sort of becomes a a thing that exists right then and there. It's in the scroll. it's in the scroll, but that's something that you. It's. I'm not going to defend it, of course, because it's crap. Uh, so, the kind of the writing style of Obi Wan reminds me of the Bendis period in Marvel, where everything was decompressed and just done for like um, the graphic novels. It wasn't done, you know, like like moments were just kind of exposition and, and blown off just to get to the next moment. And that's what this kind of reminds me of. But I haven't gotten yet. um, Again, this goes to the epic moments. Again, I'm watching it like it's kind of fan fiction, web-based content. And that's the kind of level I see it at. I haven't gotten any epic moments out of it. One, um, One thing I've heard is that that scene with the Jedis in the basement or wherever it was, for lack of a better term, was really a big thing for a lot of people. Like supposedly those were characters. Not, not all of them. Some are. For okay. example, the Some first characters. was. But well, one might have been a child, Wars. one of the younglings too. Even. That was definitely one of the younglings, right? Then the uh, one of them was one of them was definitely somebody that they felt was the one who gave Ahsoka her lightsabers in Clone Wars. Mm. But here's the thing. This was my take on that. If you're gonna pull a scene like that then it'd be pretty powerful to show some really well-known Jedi, like a Mace or a... Or well, Mace a, was supposedly in one of them. But then they said, because you saw his right hand, that it wasn't Mace, because Mace lost his hand. That Let's looked like Mace. Saw the hand. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they said, first they said Mace, and then they said, oh, no, he's got his right hand, it's not him. But then the other one that was supposed to look like Lucas from, Attack of the, from, uh, from Revenge of the Sith, when he was the blue guy, that's not him. But I was expecting them to show somebody pretty, pretty, um, you know, like somebody on the Jedi Council, for example, like a Plo Koon or or somebody. I think they're all, it was, I think it was just more for the shock value than. Shock value. That makes sense. And I mean, I think it's a precursor to when you saw the control room, their, their throne room in the previous episode, where in the background they have all their lightsabers. They, you see a bunch of lightsabers, like almost like in a, in a red sort of. Could be like a trophy kind of, room. Too. A trophy room. And then one of it, right between two of the, tro- some of the lightsabers, there's a, there's a youngling sort of a helmet, which is kind of messed up. So when you <laughs> think about it, 
which is, I think, I think the big twist is that, you know, Riva is one of these younglings that you see at the beginning of the show. Well, even showing the youngling, youngling there, I, I, you can't, they have no sympathy for children. They were going to torture young Leia. I mean, but you see, that's the other thing that kind of, the, the fact that like she was expecting Leia to know something was just kind of like, you know, like, oh you already, you, you already kidnapped her from her, from Alderaan. So what are you expecting her to know? And that's, you know. Yeah, really. Like, ask a kid where everybody is. Is it more like what Vader did with Han and Leia torturing them just to get Luke there and something? I don't know. But, but they're also recycling. Also, yeah, when, aren't they recycling? A double like, eight. I'm sorry, yeah. George, finish. Yeah, I think they're also no, no, recycling. Yeah, it's like they're just recycling. Again, the typical Star Wars plot is the rescue mission, which they do pretty well. You know, they recycle the, you know, it, the torturing to, you know, again, but they were, they, were they expecting Obi-Wan to be in there? Or Reva, wait, no, it's Reva. She, of course, knew. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm concerned that you have two episodes left. Let's not even talk, let's not even speculate about a second season. You have two episodes left and it's going to end sort of like, it just started and it's over and, and well, that's it. But the thing is, I, I'm not concerned. They're going to end it however they choose to end it. And it's up to them to at least either make it interesting or, you know, it's just, you go in with low expectations and that's it. Again, keep that's it not impressed. Keep huh? it not impressed. Well, that, yeah, but I don't trust Keith's taste anyway. So, <laughs> well, now I, I, I'm having very big doubts about your taste, George. No offense, but you like <laughs> Boba Fett, and you were defending Rise of Skywalker. So let's not even go. I was defending Rise of Skywalker. No, I don't you think said it was better was. than Last Jedi. So well, let's yeah. not even. Yeah, I think the thing that I think that you like Last Jedi is also a very bad, bad taste. No, well, your <laughs> your love of Last Jedi is just horrid. Horrid taste. Rise of Skywalker. Ugh, that was horrible too. You guys could bash me as much as you want. I know I say I like the series and then I talk about it. <laughs> but I, the, the trouble that I'm having is after watching it so thus far, and again, I talk about, the, like we said, I said a little while ago about not having any epic memorable moments for me. What the hell is the series here for then? <laughs> like, what, I said. what is it adding for fun? And that's where I go back, multiverse. You said multiverse earlier. Yeah. And, and and I look at it as web based content. Like it's they spent four billion dollars on this series, on this on this stuff. They have to make their money back. They made That's their as simple money as back. that. They made their money back from the movies. I think it's more about the fact that they have these characters. They want to do things that these characters love. People love. Because say what you want, but you know everyone loved Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan, so they want to see him continuing doing that. You know, for some reason, there's a resurgence of love for the prequel movies. It's that, it's, it's, it's 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 that vintage right now. It's that vintage. Yeah, I, it is. It's, this is what the Star Wars fans that are tuning into this show and Boba Fett are, are the ones that grew up on the prequels. Right. You know, so sad to say, it's not Star Wars for the ones that saw the original in '77, '80, and '83. This is for the people that saw the prequels, that saw George Lucas's special editions, you know, who had that's no idea. Started. That's how it all started. First. That's how it all started. 
you know, yeah, well, so, those people are assholes. But that's the thing. So, like again, I'm not attached to it because to me, my store was was 77, 80, 83. That's it. No but caravan of courage. No Ewok adventure. No, no, <laughs> that's nothing. I, no. I, a lot of no, people feel. I, I know a lot of people feel the I'll same. Even throw the holiday special in with the the original trilogy. I'm not hearing a lot of like um, like when I look online, a lot of people are really enjoying it. Like because I, yeah, they're prequel people, and that's who no. This I think is that, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people out there. But again, and we talked about it last week. I don't want to relitigate it, but there is the question about you know. There's people that love anything you love about Star anything that Star Wars they love about it, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's people that it could be, I'm not talking about the racist, the racist nonsense, which is horrible, but it's everybody else who's critical of it. And there's almost a sense of, well, if you're anyway critical of it, then you're part of that fandom menace mm -hmm. of well, anything under but Disney. That, but that's but like again, wait a second. This goes back to Yeah. Well, I, again, it's the it's the it's like I don't want to talk discuss politics but it's kind of like the purity test right if it is you're right if, you're absolutely right if, like if, if you're critical about it then you're not a star wars fan right it's almost like it's almost yeah you, either you're with it's us or it's a, a, a sift. negative comments and you right. know it's having nuance to it it's like you know you love you you every individual has their own expectations of this franchise how much they love it and what they bring to it right it's the same idea that if you're into a band and you get into it at their, you got into them at the first album or you got into them in their fifth album, right? You're or still you got into the them band. when they re when they redid their we recorded their when, first album. Where they recorded their first. That's a good. That's a, that's a good analogy, right? I mean, I think but, that's yeah. I mean, I understand. Yeah, I agree with you because it's, it's just you need to. You're allowed to be critical of it as long as it's not based on. You know, we're, we're criticizing the creative decisions that they made. But when somebody's, when somebody takes it personally, that mm -hmm. you're completely on the other side of it, you're an enemy to the cause of what you love. You can't, you can't control stupid people like that. You can't. But in this day and age, any criticism is considered is considered "quote unquote" toxic. When yeah. it's like, wait a second, it shouldn't be toxic. Well, then toxic. I must be a completely toxic person because I'm critical. Well, you're kind of toxic on one side, and then all of a sudden, next thing you're like sugar and honey. There's a bipolarity with you. It's, there's a bipolarity <laughs> because the, the unfortunate truth of it is that you don't, well, maybe you're seeing it more now with Marvel in phase four, but Marvel had a lot going, a lot. It's almost like if you really want to compare Marvel to Star Wars, you got to think of the first three. Um, phases of marvel very similar to what the original trilogy was like marvel was doing it in a much more compressed time period where people kind of hold the the the, the first three phases of marvel at a very high level like almost ot le original trilogy level and then once you once the the main cast a lot of those phased out and now you're going into phase four where you're introducing a lot more diverse characters you people are like this is not my marvel anymore <laughs> Yeah. And there's other people who feel it. And then, but Marvel has a lot of goodwill. And I think Star Wars had a lot of goodwill for a long time. And people fought hard for it for a long time. They, they, they fought through the prequels. Then they felt they were redeemed with the Clone Wars and Rebels. And then Disney took over. And then it just went, you know, it's like either you love Star Wars or you don't. 
well, you know, there's certain things that Disney has done okay so far, and there's other things that Disney has mishandled pretty yeah. badly, I think. But I again, mean, not... it's funny because, like, to me, I mean, the way Disney handles handling Star Wars is kind of the way George Lucas handles Star Wars. There are the really great highs, and then there's the, the really bad lows. I just think that with Disney, because of the amount of product they're putting out with Star Wars, it's a lot more, the quality is more noticeable. Because with Star Wars, we were getting a movie every three years. It was always about quality and yeah. not quantity. And I will go back to something that George, I'll go back to something. Yeah. I was even, I was even taken back when Disney first announced that they were going to be releasing Star Wars movies every two years. And I, I mean, the trilogy was in two years as opposed to three. And I was like, wow, you know, you're on an aggressive schedule there. That's and they're, an, and, right, and they were doing that without any directors attached, without any overarching story. Right. And it showed. And it showed. And it was like, you remember, there was even, a, there was even, there was even, it did get delayed. At one point, I think they were talking about it initially opening in May and they pushed it back to Christmas and then it became a Christmas thing as opposed to. And I just feel like I always thought that three years was a good enough time. I mean, and let's not talk about the Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings was of one movie that was filmed all together and then split up. You know, that was kind of what it was. But these Star Wars movies, that's where it suffered. To me, it suffered because of that. It's 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 for various other reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 one thing that I also did in the last week is as I was kind of like just getting some time, not playing Destiny as much lately, talk about it. I've been going watching key episodes of the, the Clone Wars, those shows. Like I watched the Ahsoka Vader, you know, stuff and some stuff, just trying to prime myself to understand what people loved about those shows so much. I don't get how it. Difficult, still, how difficult was it for you? It was, it was pretty difficult. Again, stylistically, it takes me out of it. I didn't like the way they did the lightsaber battles um, and the force. What, in, in the, in the show. Yeah. And in these shows, I didn't like the way they handled the movement um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but that was just me. Uh, but I, it gave me um, some insights to like how these other characters became important or maybe important to a different type of Star Wars fan or a different era of Star Wars fan. Because I could see maybe kids watching this as a serialized show that was a story, ongoing stories, right? Those shows were ongoing stories. They may have connected to it in a way that I never would. Um, Think about, I, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 the, ana- the, the analogy that I'm going to throw you is look at, look at the old 80s Transformers and G.I. Joes, how some ch- some people... A generate maybe 10 years younger than us have a huge reverence for those huge <laughs> reverence. Yeah. I mean, I even watched those and I love those. And there was like, remember when Optimus prime died all and the clone wars, you got to think the clone wars. I'm not, let's want to talk rebels. Let's talk clone wars. Clone wars ultimately was redeeming in two ways. Let's leave the movie, the original clone wars movie out of it, which sucked, but the TV show, the TV show really, was for the kids, but it also redeemed a lot of people who felt like the movies didn't provide everything that you needed. So it, it, it entertained children. 
it felt like it was a redemption of the of the prequels to a lot of people and they hold that dear that's why it did it and then you know it went on for seven well six and then is it six and seven or is it they, they did five and then seven the, right the last season was kind of every episode was kind of like in between or like this has happened before something in revenge of the Sith. this was going on when this happened right and then and also they, they're not they're, they're Oh, they're sorry. not chronological, right? They're, apparently, there's a chronological order that you have to watch them in I after the they, series is done. Yeah, they're not all. Is, I think there is with a little bit of jumping or flashbacky episodes, but and for there's the stuff that's like like three arc, three episode arcs long that you have to watch, then yeah. go there. Like the like the, the the movie is actually four episodes into the series apparently because the series picks up if the first episode that came out they're in the middle of a battle that actually takes place later on down the road when they go back because they had the three years. Remember there's the three years that have to happen between clones and, and Sith. And they, I think they do a good job of it. I mean, and frankly, I've not seen every episode, but that's think, sort of, yeah. Go ahead. Last episode is the, the last season is the one season like you, you should watch because it kind of enhances revenge of the Sith. Right, surprisingly, and it but ties I, in Maul a little bit more, right? It ties Maul yeah, in a little bit more. Yeah, that, that goes to the fact that the the Star Wars, like Obi Wan, Boba Fett, maybe the Mandalorian to some extent, despite the fact that Favreau and Filoni have a love for the original trilogy, but you know, Clone Wars and this is just for the prequel. You know, people who first Star Wars movies was Phantom Menace, you know, and yep yeah i'm uh, curious to see where the obi-wan series lands especially if all the news is real that they have greenlit a second season if they do if uh, a second season would be just uh, insanity right <laughs> i'd um, rather they did like you know like if they want to do live action clone wars or something like that go for it but like what, what's what are we going to do now another like this happened four years you know later luca you know, taken away by Tuscan Raiders and Bethany <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's just Jabba. They no. just need to move away from these characters. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. They just need to move away from the characters. They like even even though, because they can't yeah, do it's, it. It's though, their cash cow. It's so beloved. Cow. You know, that's the thing. People want to see Vader. These are people that never got to see Vader up until the Clone Wars cartoon. You know. Their first rebels, 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 rebels yeah. at two minutes. So. Yep. Uh, bef- uh, Vader's your favorite character, and there are a lot of people to whom Vader is their favorite character, and maybe not for you, but for them, this is like fantastic. You know, whatever you want to say about Vader at the end of Rogue One, or you know, for them, this is like you know their enjoyment of them. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't deny that from people. I mean, it's, it's not. Just, but again, it's, it's like for some we're people, just it's old like, school, and it's like, do you do you feel like Star Wars passed you by? I feel like I'm going to be the old conservative grandfather when I well, bring up the, no, uh, the role playing game <laughs> and Dark Crisis later in this episode. Well, I will say this. You know, it's it's to me the deja vu that I have right now is that whole fan film. That they put up a Vader fighting Obi Wan that was done a few years back, and then yeah. everybody lost their freaking minds. And they're, 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 I'm like, 
wait, what? Yeah. It's like, okay, let's, let's stop here, you know, because anyway, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to kick a dead horse, but again, we're going to watch it. We're going to, we're going to analyze it. We're going to talk about it. Obviously Andor is going to be next. We'll see where, what's, do you have ADHD? What what the hell is I'm wrong? I'm getting excited for the next topic because the next topic, the next topic I think we, we all, all do this, right? <laughs> no. Uh, well, well, let's going? let's switch over to Miss Marvel. I'm we all love Miss Marvel. I love Miss Marvel. I thought it was great. Who did? I thought it was a lot oh, of fun. He didn't. He loved it. It was fun. Thank I you. just felt like um like a, oh, here they, we go. Well, they just that they they definitely liked uh, into the Spider Verse. I definitely felt like a lot of that was a lot of that flair was taken in. And they they usually utilize it. Um, yeah, it was fun. It's nice, very pretty to look at. Look, it's not epic. It's not like, but it's but it's definitely she's charismatic. Mm-hmm. I like the whole family dynamic. I'm calling it now. Hey, what are we talking Her, about? We missed. We didn't say what it was, right? Miss Marvel. I said Miss Marvel. We Ms. said Marvel. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I You're still it. excited about? Uh, yeah, you were still excited. Uh, <laughs> George, did you like it? What did you think? I enjoyed it. It was charming. I mean, it was, you know, that's like a good the, word. The family dynamic was a lot of fun. It was really cute. Um, it reminded me more of Scott Pilgrim than Spider-Verse. I really did like the artistic choices they made in it. You know, it kind of reminded me of that. Like Scott Pilgrim, I think, was the first comic book adaption that kind of like did, I mean, sure. like, no, Batman, the TV series, did the same thing. So but it was kind of like translating that kind of impact of the comic panel and stuff like that on the TV screen. Yeah, I thought the art direction was fantastic. Yeah. The use it was of, interesting how it to those who it was interesting to those who've actually played the Avengers game that you know they brought in Avengers Con and I was like, oh, let's see where they go with this, you know. And obviously, you know, it was nowhere near what it was. No. Um, I really, I, I can't, I can't say enough about sort of the character interactions, which I really enjoy. Obviously, I don't understand what the, you know, you don't get a lot out of this. Obviously, you get sort of- I thought you get I'm, a lot. You get a great family dynamic. You get, you get a, it. But you don't get a lot of what the story is about. It, that she becomes a hero, yes. Obviously, there's something in History. her lineage. There's something in her lineage. Her grandmother knew something. Obviously, it's going to come out that the mother is trying to protect her from her birthright. That's what I think is the whole thing. Well, I know there's controversy about the bangle being the issue as opposed to the tarragon mist. I don't care. That's perfect. It may have fine. the mist in it because if you notice when she touches it, either the energy or something, whatever they're going to use as the stand-in. Maybe I don't think they're touching in human stuff. An inhuman. So she's an inhuman. She's an inhuman in the comic, right? You can't do that. You you can't. I mean, you had Black Bolt, but have making her an inhuman kind of robs her of the family dynamic. So this kind of choice for her powers the powers are similar she it does the same type of thing you just made it with the bangles versus genetic so right well some are speculating I, that it's not the final form of her power i've seen some discussion about that possibly that it's gonna I, I i mean it's unfortunate that they've given away what her well everybody knows what her final costume looks like in the comic but it would right. have been kind of cool to kind of keep it under wraps until the end like what they did with uh, with with um well mr knight they kept them kind of under wraps a little bit Right, they did the same thing with Scarlet Witch at the end of WandaVision. You didn't know that she was actually going to get that that outfit, right. and um, or White Vision for that matter. But I, I got uh, the feeling very fast, like it was to me, the show was kind of sitcommy, like almost like 
It's a coming of age story. It yeah, is. yeah, but it's, it's sitcom in the way that, like, you know, having so many kids, I've watched a lot of iterations of those Disney shows that we yeah. and stuff. So it was, kind of actual, it was an actual Disney show. Yeah, I know, I know. No, it, right? it, it, it's the most they could Disney. Do it really well, so they could do it really well. Yeah, I it's like the completely whole family dynamic. They do it in quick quips, and you understand their relationships very, very quickly. You know, you and you don't have to be Pakistani to sort of appreciate. Like, yeah. if you come from a, if you come from an immigrant family, family of an immigrant family, where you you appreciate sort of the cultural, sort of what the importance of the cultural aspects of it, which I really kind of loved. I love the whole idea of the mother and father being overly protective, but also caring about her. And all that, and you know, and sort the of techie best friend who has a cartoonish ability to well, create well, also, you know, there's sort but of that, there's a but, there's a romantic sort of tension there too. But know? I thought it was fun how they delivered his ability to use tech, because again, it's not like real science; it's like cartoon science. Like he builds this stupid thing out of an Alexa thing, or builds his own. But it's a fun contraption made out of household stuff you just stick together. And it just don't say Alex, don't say Alexa again because something's going to go off in my room. Right in my house. That's right. Um, uh, what I, I will say this: what re what I what I enjoyed more than anything else, more than anything else, was the fact that her webs her YouTube channel had less hits than ours. That's not possible. <laughs> that's not possible. I didn't that even notice that. Funny. It's crazy that you noticed that, Vlad. No, I, I also, well, they only had like, like four. I, I was like, oh, we had more. We had more. In, in this, what I found very interesting was I liked going on the ride with the characters through it, the fun little antics in this kind of like teen showy kind of way. It was kind of fun and not feel so heavy. And I didn't feel like I had an antagonist that wasn't something out of a teen kids Disney show. Well, you don't have an antagonist. Right. Yet. You don't know what it is. And I, I also felt like you, you were expecting sort of the 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 mean girl to right. be an antagonist yeah, and then they kind of flip it on you and she's yeah, just yeah. as much of a geek as 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 she is uh i'm waiting to see what the other female friend the 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 one that you only get to see really kind of quickly and i th i believe she's also pakistani as well because she's wearing this she's got the sorry i mean she's got the headdress on i believe yeah excuse me if i say that wrong but um and she's and i don't know what her role in it is you know, I don't know what it is. And obviously at the end, the big, the big spill is the, you got, what's his name? The FBI Damn. agent from, from, from no way home in it. Yeah. But I like the Damage crux of the show. It's very easy to Damage control. Damage control. She comes from an immigrant family that really wants to keep her traditional. She's rebelling against that. She's really into these Marvel the Avengers. She loves the Avengers. She latched at the. No, Captain she loves Captain Marvel. Loves Captain Marvel, and she wants. Well, to she has revisionist. I'm going to say it, she has revisionist history That's about right. who actually beat Thanos. That was a great. We'll, we'll leave that to the side. That. Yeah, but and, yeah. And the crux of this episode is she wants to go to this first convention and be part of it in the costume, the cosplay costume, and her mom won't let her for various reasons. And another, I think, another big part of the episode is the package coming from her grandmother with some heirlooms. And in that was a bracelet um, that is specifically somewhat important that um, she puts as part of the costume to give her own personal twist or, um, you know, identity to it as a Pakistani girl. And when she is it, wait a second, is it for the, co it's not for the costume. 
No, she, she added it. Yeah, she, added it. she adds it. She yeah. adds it. But the grandmother sent all these things because the mother said, like, well, you know, she wants to get rid of all this stuff before yeah. she dies. Yeah. So yeah. and then you immediately the mother's like, I'm packing this stuff up and putting yeah. it away, which again, like she knows something. Mother, well, she do, obviously she knows something. But she's playing because at first, no, remember, no, she no, takes it think, out. She's looking at no, it. No, the difference is, look, it's, I'm calling it now. The mother did not heed the call. The daughter is heeding the call, and that's sort of where they're going at with it, which is that she's 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 trying to make a choice. You know, it's like who do you want to be, and she wants to be quote unquote cosmic. She wants she wants to be a superhero, and again, and to both Keith and George who played the game, as much as I never expected to be so so pulled into sort of the the importance of of Kamala in in the game, Kamala Kamala. I'm sorry. Kamala in the game, it was, it was, it's, it felt the same that this character is, is, you know, you, she's, 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 she's endearing. You feel it. I think George had the right phrase when he said it yesterday, we were talking about a little George and I, and he said charming. And I think that's the right word because remember the scene where she's playing out the time it's going to take to go to the con and get back. Well, everything, but that's what a teenager would do. Yeah, that was really cool, but she plays it out in her mind and then you see them actually do it and they have all their mishaps and foul ups, sweeps and blunders. I I thought it was, again, very fun. I didn't need an antagonist. It was engaging enough in that theme and I was able to to roll with it. I wasn't taken out of it by anything. I just went with it. Another interesting thing, the one part that was a little darker for me than the rest of the show is when she activates the power, however she did it, by putting yeah. the bracelet on, and all of a sudden she falls into this other universe. She kind right? of like, yeah. What do you think that was? Like, she falls into this other universe, and around her is a starry field, and you see these other silhouettes with bright eyes. Are those like villains or something? You think? I don't know. I, I don't know yet. And I think, I think part of that, again, is like, you know, some analyses that have been done are sort of, again, you're using, you know, colors are are really important in the Marvel universe in the MCU. And, you know, purple is obviously something that deals with sort of that nether region that, uh, that T'Challa went to, to see his father. Mm-hmm. And is there some connection to that potentially? Uh, I, I still feel like there's some connection back to her family history or Actually, something now that I think about it. Didn't captain the original captain Marvel have mega bands? Yeah, he had the negabands and he had cosmic awareness, so he could. He well, could, the, and and are these are a, these from outer world. space? Are they from outer space? There? Right? Yeah, yeah. Are they from outer space? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now, now that and maybe those like the, the what the silhouettes you saw are the, the the line of cosmic defenders. Are they linked to the ten rings similarly somehow? Because remember, at the end of Shang Chi, there's something about there's a beacon in those in those rings. I forgot about Shang Chi. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's the beacon. So maybe there's something obviously cosmic about this, right? So I'm wondering right. if this is going to tie into, if it's going to tie into. Obviously, she's going to be in Marvels. She's in the Marvels, so she's going to meet up with uh with uh. That's right. Uh, meet up with Captain Marvel and Monica. So you think we're going to get um Captain Marvel in in the somewhere in this? How many episodes is it? Six. It's six, but I think it's going to be I. I'm going to tell you. I think it's going to be Monica. I don't think it's gonna be Captain Marvel. I think it's gonna be Monica. I think Monica's Monica. That makes Monica's sense. Monica's in sword, so maybe she gets the call. Monica's in sword. She probably pulls her in. Something's hmm. gonna happen now. Brie um, Larson posted a picture of her having a Zoom chat with for Marvels. For Marvels, that was cool. Right. right. So, I think that's the thing that we're noticing. It's like you know, 
it's hard to get these people into these TV shows. Like the main, the big characters. Think about it. Who have we had so far? But why is it hard to get? Like, why wouldn't they do it? Uh, I I don't feel like that. Well, we got Ruffalo. Yeah. Ruffalo, yeah. Um, What I really was interesting to me is after watching it, so I watched it twice. After watching it the first time, I went and started looking at some of the like interviews with the directors and the directors of this episode, and I guess they're also doing the last episode. They are really excited about the show. Like there's an enthusiasm, fun, like that I'm getting from them. That is really, I, I think really, really- Well, it was the same awful. thing even with the guys from, from, from the creators and showrunners of Moon Knight. Yeah. Really, really. You had, you had I, Egyptian, this- Egyptian directors. You have people that I think are Pakistani as well. Yeah, that are that are that are, are the and, and it's look, it's it's it. There's a pride to it. There's a pride element, and that's all. I mean, that's that's great. Yeah, but I think they were enjoying it. And they what I found that was interesting. They said once they got into the Marvel universe, they got ensconced in it, and were really just having a ball thinking about what they can use. You know, too. And to me, that that was well, how much can they really use, though? That's well, the thing. I think there's a lot of stuff they could use for Miss Marvel, is what they were looking at, not necessarily sure. the other characters and stuff. Well, this She's is like, going to be this is going to be a street level show, right? I, I doubt there's going to be. Do you think it's going to get to such? High I don't level? know. She's she's. So either way you look at it, if you take her relationship to Captain Marvel, it's cosmic. If you take it to, and it may not be that the Terrigen Miss. In humans, leave the Terrigen, leave the Terrigen missing. Yeah, that's not anything with the. It's, I think it's going to be cosmic because there were too many times where she kind of, she even said cosmic at the end, which I know was yep. kind of like, it was like she means cool, but you know, it could mean that. So I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm super excited. Well, we know, we know this is an origin story, and obviously it's going to go to bigger and bigger, bigger things by the time you get to Marvels, which comes. I out forgot she year. was going to be in Miss Marvels, and that's imminent, right? That's 2000. That's next year. 23. It just got swapped with Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania is coming out in February, and that's coming out in um, July. Okay. So, so the big, a, the big three year. movies next. The big three movies next year are Quantumania, uh, Guardians. So it's got to be cosmic. There's got to be cosmic stuff. So there's no. Well, other they're going movie. for that. They, 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 that kind of makes sense because they, like I said, Shang Chi is linked to the cosmic sp- stuff. Now all these other movies, other than Ant Man, are going to start going cosmic. That's really what's going to happen. Because who are they going to introduce? Well, who are they going to introduce? And who are they probably going to introduce other than Adam Warlock? Who are they introducing in, Gal- in Guardians of the Galaxy? I think it's going to be Nova. Well, Nova's on the slate now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And high no. evolutionary. High Nova, Nova's not officially on the slate. That slate that you saw is not an official slate. That's not. I okay. That's not an official slate. The That'd only thing awesome. that, the only thing that's been the, the two nebulous things that have been put out there, which is going to lead us nicely into sort of this next thing, was. Blade is out there with no date in mind, and the same thing with uh, the FF. Well, Blade starts right? filming next month. What starts Blade? Blade. Yep. But FF, everything is still up in the air, and you don't. We don't have a date on it. But although everybody's saying that that's like really the next huge 
that's the one that's going to be a very big linchpin. Movie. I'm going to lose my mind if I see the silver. Shirt. I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't, I, we don't need to see you have a geek gasm right now. If I see the Ben Grimm thing with the orange rocks, I'll lose it. I want to see, I want really? you to go Did back you, and rewatch you the last Did you lose it in that other movie with Miles Teller when you saw the I thing? was about to say, I was about to say, did you like Jamie Bell's thing? Were or you did you like Jamie Michael Sickless's thing? What? Did you like the FF movies? The original FF movies? No. So what makes you... So why did you lose your mind when you saw that? No. Why? Because it wasn't well done. And 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 I, the last FF movie, the thing was absolutely horrible. Which FF was, movie? The one where it, the last one they did with Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch. Yeah, that one. I don't and think I've ever seen that. My problem with the thing, the thing was eight feet tall. He had a neck. It's, they got to make it look like a Kirby thing. If they don't make it look like a Kirby thing, I'm over. The Marvel's done. Really? I'm sure Marvel. I'm sure Marvel is going to do right by the. I, I can't wait for the thing to be twelve feet tall. He can't be. He can't be. That's like the, the, you got to get be a Marvel the, movie. The thing that they've been it. doing right. Again, I don't want to go off on a tangent before we get to our next subject, but the thing that Marvel has done mostly right, like to a very very high percentile, is. Even if they're changing the characters, they're getting them, I, I don't know, the feel, the soul, the heart, right. And if you make the thing, this Gigantor Hulk guy, like abomination sized, that's not what he is, man. He's a big lump of rock. We shouldn't even talk. Who did that? Josh, was that Josh Trank, Trunk, whatever his name is? Who did Frank. that? Trank, who did the last FF? No, please. Let's All right, so we won't even go there. I, I really enjoyed um, this Marvel, and I, I'm really which, but again, leads to sort of this new news that we were expecting, which is the the announcement of the Thunderbolts. Uh, well, not an official announcement, but that there's a, a director tied to it now. And is that lineup official? No, no. there's no lineup that's official. The only and here's what I'm going to say Wait, about that. Can we can we say what the lineup was? What I saw, Bucky. Well, it, or well, Bucky was the last. It was it was Zemo, right? It was it was Zemo. It was Yelena. It was um, U.S. Agent. agent. U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent. It was possibly agent. Ghost. Ghost is from uh, Ant Man and and yeah. and, and Wasp. The Taskmaster. They mentioned Taskmaster, uh, uh, and then also um, possibly Abomination and and Bucky, Winter Soldier. Bucky like, I can't will see not Bucky be being on it. I mean. I'm, I mean, is it, hopefully it'll be a series. It'll be a TV series. It's a movie. It's a movie. Well, I hope they change the design of the abomination. And they well, it'll be interesting to see because obviously Ross is gone. I mean, uh, William Hurt passed away, so it's probably the only people that I'm going to tell you that I truly believe are going to be in it that guaranteed going to be in it are going to be are going to be um, um, Yelena Walker and and Yelena. Though, because and 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 Julia Louis Dreyfus, I, and I think it's Zemo. And Zemo, oh, Zemo, Zemo. Good, good catch, good Zemo, catch. Zemo, there. Zemo. And then I don't know. Uh, Abomination is sort but of. I, like I don't know movie. how they could do them a movie. Like to me, that's like Abomination going to be. Right. I think I'm wondering if they're going to tie it in with some one of the series. Like they're going. I'm make... wondering. I, I would say like the Power Broker is so, sort of another series that would make sense to bring the Power Broker back towards that. You know, because Sharon Carter had a role. Why not? 
No, I, I don't. I, I'm not saying in that. I just thought that was a weird way to go with the power broker with her. But she's that's sort of a loose dangling that I really don't. I, Bucky is the one that kind of surprises me because I think Bucky is going to be in cap four. He's going to yeah. be in cap four. There's no question about that. You know, and the two of them have to be together. I just uh, I, I think that taking Bucky away from Sam just ruins that dynamic. So I agree. Um, I agree. But I heard also, again, I didn't click on it, but I saw things in my feed saying Chris Evans has conditions to come back. No, that's not Chris Evans. Has, they, they, they were talking to him and he said it would have to, it finished perfectly. It would have to be an incredibly tall order for him to come back. Let's, let's don't worry. Chris, Chris Evans, unless Chris Evans is 70 and like he needs money, I don't. Think my Chris recommendation to Feige, there's only one person they could go to get the, the, the 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 okay to do it somebody who has great integrity who doesn't say they like everything just to like it and that would be the jaded hat the jaded hat would be the one to make this decision and i would not have the jaded hat make any decision i honest. would because he doesn't fall in line with us right he could surprise us at any time the thing is he doesn't like anything no that's not true it is true like Selden Ring. Just, just, he, he barely liked no way home and he liked that <laughs> And that was a surprise. But Everything Marvel, else has been. Miss <laughs> Marvel, I, I would say to anybody watching this, you know, our our favorite viewer, our only viewer, watching Miss Marvel, it's a lot of fun. It is. Um, I think our only viewer has already seen it. And well, uh, comment about it below so we could talk and about then the it. only the only the other news is talking about No Way Home. Now it's the more fun edition is coming out in, in September. With added scenes, added scenes and extended scenes. I look at that as, first of all, that's more Sony than Marvel. Uh-huh. And I think it's also a way of trying to make, now I don't know if this is going to count, if this version is going to count the same to just put in, to, to raise its potential uh, box office hall. Mm-hmm. Right now it's the number three domestic movie of all time. I mean, is Sony Are they going to re-release to- it in the theaters? Yes, it's going to okay. be in the theaters. Cool. And it's, I don't know for how long it's coming out, but it's going to be re-released in, in, um, on Labor Day weekend. It's not going to do as well as the Morbius re-release. <laughs> right? Oh, that didn't even get a laugh at anybody. No, but I'm, listen. You know what makes me happy? What? Is that Jurassic Park Dominion, which is the lowest, the lowest rating Jurassic Park movie ever, mm-hmm. is going to make almost twice as much as Morbius has made. in one <laughs> Already? It's going to be like it's something like 142 million. And I'm, Morbius is no, that's not true. Morbius is made about 74, 75 million. Yeah. After, even after the, it's Morbin time. I, like Spider Man really... was perfect enough for me. If they drop some more scenes, I'll see them all on the interwebs. I can't wait to see what, what it is. And I'll just enjoy, enjoy Let just me take the a guess. Book. You're going to love it. Of course, I'm going to love it. That shit was great. I mean, look, it. It's it's fine, but what I don't understand is what you're going to add. Here's the thing: they've released it on video right now. Hmm. They've put in all the all they have all the deleted scenes there. What are you going to redo? Because it it reeks to me. Does anybody here remember when? And I'm not talking about the Star Wars special edition. Let's leave that out of it. Do you remember when when Close Encounters was re released as a special edition, and they added they added the whole thing about Roy Batty going up into the into the ship at the end. You <laughs> sit through that whole thing just to see the fucking, you know, yeah. ice capades of the of. It's like, is do we really need this? 
It's just it feels like a cash grab to me. I mean, it is it, probably because Sony needs to make up for the fact that Morbius sucks and they got to pay. Oh, really? Bad. And they probably want to get ready for Craven. They want to get ready for Craven. Craven and El Morte. Adam Webb. Madam Webb. Madam Webb. El Morte. He's been in two comic issues. George's favorite character. I can't wait. I'm very excited. And with that, he released Marvel... it on Day of the Dead. Oh Jesus Christ. And with that Marvel news, let's switch over to some trailers. For first, let's start off with DC's Black Adam. Who's a Justice Society fan here? Who wants to this talk is, about this? This is the one that Keith should discuss because I think this is the one time Keith's feelings will align with all of us. I thought it was amazing. I am so excited for this. I cannot wait to see Rock as disingenuousness Black Adam. <laughs> is coming from the bottom right quadrant which typically would come from the left top left quadrant yeah no i could care less i i i i i, I just don't i again there's no enthusiasm here's frozen is that dr fate that might be fun looks good yeah uh that's about it and so who cares yeah. to me he's it's it's basically a vehicle for the rock that's all this is to me I think it's yeah. black. It's, 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 really, I don't want to say it's black Superman. It's not black Superman. No, it's not. It's, it's just rock, rock being the rock as Superman. Black Adam, which to me is not anything special. And really, he should have appeared in a Shazam movie. That should have been the way to. Well, him. there was an article recently that they, when when these when the Shazam movie was originally written, it was written with both the origins of Black Adam and 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 um, Shazam. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and 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 the Rock pretty much said, no, no, we have to split these up. Of course we do because he's the rock. Um, does it look it's like good? a vanity project? That's what it feels like to yeah, me. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's the one that drove it, from what I understand. And even watching the preview, you know, I don't really get a sense what it's about. Really, I know that the version of the Justice Society or is in it, and they look cool. Even though Hawkman doesn't look as cool as I first thought he was going to look. Now that we've gotten some more views of him closer up, especially his helmet with the, the metal. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm not keenly interested in it. Like I'll go, I'll I'll probably go to the movies to see it. Really? I'm not. Oh wait, you bought you spent money on Dark Crisis. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> but I, it's not anything that I'm excited to say. Oh my God, I'm sure this is going to be the definitive version of Black Adam. It's going to be a great addition to the DCU. It's sparking off a whole new direction. This could go. It, it Wait, just what, doesn't. It just what direction of the DCU. <laughs> Which version of the DCU? I don't know. It's just to me another misstep by Warner and a waste of the character in the end. But I'll happily be uh, eat that crow if it's much better than that. Yeah, I just realized there was one more piece of DCEU news that I wanted to cut. Well, DC Warner news that I wanted to bring up. George brought it up to us earlier in the week, which I still think is why the fuck are we doing this? I put this in the same category as an Obi-Wan season two. There, Todd Phillips is going to do a joke or two. <laughs> what in the holy fucking hell? Why? Because it's the biggest rated R movie of all time. Do we really need another Joker film with your with Joaquin Phoenix? I mean, I'm sorry. I personally the Joker film that came out that with Joaquin Phoenix that won that won that won that he won the Academy Award for. They're making a sequel. Oh, got it. 
I don't know why they're doing it. I guess DC's got to do more Elseworlds. Well, this is well, this is the problem. DC is might as well just continue doing Elseworlds and not think about. And I know that. I think it's just ridiculous that they're doing it. Well, and the rumor is that the. I think because it had the title, whatever the title was of it. Wad is something, something. It's yeah, supposed yeah. to be Harlequin. Oh. So this will be the third Har- Harlequin because Harlequin is supposed to be in the new Batman movie. I don't know. They they don't, these, the Warner, DC, EU, they don't have, they still don't have it together. They have no vision. It's all just. Yeah. The, the rumor the now wall. is. Yeah, and the rumor is that Todd, you know, uh, they're they're probably they may be courting Todd Phillips to be sort of the Kevin Feige for the DC. Yeah, that's a a great choice. Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips, the guy who did uh, Old School, the guy who did the Hangover, great choice, the guy who did the Joker. That's just like seriously, what the fuck? I'm sorry, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I was never a big fan of the Joker movie. I just felt like it was like, oh, I I liked it better when it was Taxi Driver, you know. I, I I mean I, it was I mean well you're I, not into deep personal or social commentary because I'm a heathen yeah you want to can I ask you a question so what was yeah. deep personal commentary in the Joker movie you got a lot of it you know anxiety did you enjoy it did you enjoy it uh, oh there I it is thank you move on Keith Keith enjoyed it right Keith enjoyed it Keith you enjoyed the Joker movie I don't know if I enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was interesting enough. I like uh, I like they tried something different, I guess. But you don't think the world does that to people, Vlad? Well, no, it's not. It's not about what the world does to people. If you're trying to build, if you're trying to build a universe, which you're not, DC is just all over the place. They yeah, don't have yeah. a vision. Well, this was, like an this was like an world. This was like an. It was like an Well, well, uh, even the Batman, even even the new Batman, is mm-hmm. as great as it is. It's not in this. Well, it wasn't year. great. It wasn't great. <laughs> to me, you it give was. it an eight out of ten. Okay, around okay. there. Yes. Oh, what do you mean around there? Stop. Around there. The more the more scenes I see from it over again, if I go watch it on HBO Max now again, it's going to get go down to a six. <laughs> That's your problem. I enjoyed it. Okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is that you're, you're right. making a Joker film without Batman, right? Okay, fine. You know, well, it's like no, it's not Wayne, in the same universe as the new Batman movie. No, because no. Thomas Wayne's gonna be the villain because Thomas Wayne's his father. These are like those movies. I mean, it's a powerful statement of absentee fatherism and how it affects our society and the ills of our society when you don't have your dad around. George, if you wrote the college course, you'd probably make billions of dollars. Yeah. All right. Let's just make a YouTube video and watch everybody cry over it and realize how much they miss their dad. Was Thomas Wayne his dad, though? I thought it was just like his. Thomas Wayne, I think he thinks he thinks Thomas Wayne's his dad. Well, he That's thinks it's it, alluded to. It, well, it's alluded to in the movie that he is that potentially he's the bastard child of, yep. which means that he is Bruce's illegitimate brother, right? Yeah. Well. Anyway, now let's let's switch gears to the Nope trailer by Jordan Peele. Nope. Artie, would you like to sort of try? Yeah, to it's bananas. Out? It's just bananas. <laughs> it is absolutely Watch bananas. Bananas. It's. I, you know, I told you this when we were talking about it. Like, I know what it's about, but I have no idea what the hell is going on in the trailer. 
Like, I love the cast. Um, I, I think he's got an excellent cast. I think it's about aliens, but I don't know how aliens tie into whatever this kind of Jordan Peele does this, um, you know, outer limits slash Twilight Zone thing he does. I don't know how it's going to mesh together, how he's going to mesh whoever these people are with the alien thing. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, another important piece of this, I understand it as they're the first um, or an important family in the film industry. They were a black family that raised horses for an early part. That's a big part of the first trailer uh, to rear horses for the movie industry. And somehow that's important. It has to be important in the story somehow. But I'm super excited to see anything by Jordan Peele. I love his two other movies. Uh, and I'll go in with an open mind and uh, look forward to being surprised and excited by it. It looks bananas. It doesn't look bananas to you guys. It's bananas. Keith, what did you think of it? Um, I couldn't make sense, really sense of it, but it looked like it'd be fun. Definitely. Yeah. So bananas. Wow, very effusive praise from you. It's... <laughs> George, what did you think? It, again, I think every time he releases these initial trailers, you never get a sense of where the movie's going to go. He's it, kind of like the MCU where he kind of releases images and then you're left to kind of discover the movie when you actually go see it. So again, he hasn't, so far he's two for two with movies. So yeah. yeah. So, I it, had it a looks few, interesting. I, it does look interesting. It looks kind of, you know, it, I really thought the teaser trailer was even more effective because it was like everything at night, sort of like it was building to something. This had some really great scenes, especially the scene with the the flying, whatever it is above the house where it's sort of like raining and the rain is sort of coming around the house, the way it's doing it. It's really, I do like to Artie's point, I do like who the actors are in it. Like he has some interesting actors, choices of actors. It's unfortunate it feels like David Keith is only in it for like dad who plays a dad. He's only, I, I was like, Oh, he's in it. You know, I'm like, and then all of a sudden he's dead, you know, which is kind of like the impetus for it. But the one thing, and this is not a criticism. It's just, it just, it, I just kind of thought of a playbook. It I came to me pretty quickly as I realized there was almost like this M night Shalomon sort of um, playbook in the sense of, if you look at M. Night Shyamalan's first three movies, you had obviously Sixth Sense, which was huge. And then you had Unbreakable. And then his third movie was about aliens, which was Signs. And then I'm like, oh, wow. It's like all of a sudden like this third movie, this is this is an aliens movie, right? That Jordan Peele's doing. Regardless, I think it looks really cool. It looks really interesting. It looks like I also feel that what we're seeing is not what we're ultimately going to be getting. Because it's kind of even in the trailer, you're sort of like, don't look up, but people are looking up, things are happening, don't look up, don't, you know, whatever, that whole thing, the tension's building, and I think everything that we're seeing is not going to be what we get, it's going to be a little bit different, but again, nope, but the only thing is (laughs) that, and I'm not that Jordan Peele has failed in this matter, because I still think that Get Out is probably, as much as I enjoyed Us, and I think Us was unsettling, Get Out was, you can't, you can't argue about Get Out, how great Get Out is. And then you can also say like the the unreleased ending of Get Out is even better because it's even more nihilistic and true. A lot of people say it's even more true to life. Yeah, it, I think it would have been more of a, a statement if he did it that way. 
it's a downer ending, which is really yeah, what yeah. it's a downer ending, but it's really kind of a real ending. And, and in this day and age, especially now, after everything that's happened in the last few years, I think if that movie came out now, I, I would probably see that the original ending be the one. But uh, I think he always has great actors in it. And I think this is going to be one of those sleeper hits that that is going to be huge. And again, um, we shall see where it goes. Uh, any other things be- on movie topics that we want to talk about before we switch over to some RPG and comics news? No, sir. So, Artie, I know you want to talk about some RPG news before we start talking about Dark Crisis by DC. Yeah, and both will be quick, I think. So I I was eager to purchase <laughs> the new playtest play edition of Multiverse uh, Marvel superheroes role-playing game and i got it in my hands and i read it uh cover to cover almost as soon as i got it so before i get into how um lacking in love for the subject matter the game designers put out a product i mean it's so lacking Mm -hmm. love for comics it's it, it it just is the, I started looking at the character traits, they, you know, because everybody has attributes and powers and all things. And number one, it's a, a muddled mess of charts and rules and levels and archetypes that I would never recommend anybody play it. I, you take a couple of six-sided dice and you just make up the rules as you go. You can play better superhero. You could put yourself together a better superhero game. But the part that really insulted me, besides that, they got that all wrong. I understand it's a playtest edition, but they're not putting any heart and soul into this. Uh, the first editions that they made, if you guys remembered, with like Marvelous, Incredible, Shift X, Shift Z, Strength, that was a lot more fun and felt like comic books. Um, even if it was clunky rules, it was a lot of fun to make and develop characters into all this. This is not that. The part that insulted me the most was, or tells me that the people creating this game not only has no connection to the to RPG and love for the genre, they don't care about the characters or how they fit together. There's no way in any universe where, you know, their hit points, they have things like might, uh, an attribute like might might which is strength right there's no way that you know uh even the way they define it wolverine should have more might than captain america there's no way storm should have more hit points hit points hit points one more time wolverine did you say hit points hit points (laughs) and wolverine There is no place, like, you have Captain Marvel, the galactic one, Carol Danvers, and you have Thor. Thor's, I guess, power level or level is 20. Captain Marvel's is 25. I don't know what planet you have to be on. Like, who let that slide? Thor is your is your character in the Marvel Universe. He's your powerhouse character. Apparently not. Apparently not. So it's just... I don't know what the hell they're smoking over there. They, I'm not going to buy the complete rule set when it comes out. I'm just not. Um, sure? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. I know I get sucked into this stuff, but I'm not going to buy it. It's absolutely terrible. When's it coming out? 
I don't know. The, 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 the playtest edition's out. I got it off of Amazon. Um, you bought it? Yeah, I bought it. So you did buy it? Yeah, the, the, it's a playtest edition. You know, sometime in 2023, they're going to release the real thing, which is going to suck. You spent money on it, though. Yeah, I did. $9.99, whatever it was. Yeah, I purchased it. But you're not going to play it. No, I was excited to read it. Like, I wanted it in my hands. You know me with Dungeons and Dragons and this kind of stuff. I like to have the things. And, um, ladies and hoping- gentlemen, we have our own, we have our own little hellfire club here. We have, yeah. we have, we have, we have, it's just, I would we never, have already I, months in. I, so, uh, the, the last word on this before we get into Dark Crisis is I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it to anybody. Nobody should play it. Nobody should spend money on, on it. And, it should just go the way the dinosaurs. As soon as it comes out, somebody should nuke it from from space. I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to give you. I'm just going to go on a tangent here for a second because well, we're on RPG stuff. But I'm dropping Diablo Immortal. I got to tell you, after all the shit that's heard coming out, an RPG. We're talking about a tabletop role playing game. You're talking about. I'm, to, I'm talking about an action RPG. Shut your mouth. Diablo me. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. Bad after things. everything that's come out, I mean, the game is not bad, but the pay to win. Mm-hmm. aspect of it that basically has come out and, and Blizzard's actually adding something like almost like you have to pay almost like a hundred thousand dollars in order to actually you know level up your character maxim maximize them is ridiculous it's it's criminal mm-hmm. at this point and i'll be honest with you i've enjoyed what i've played so far you know mm-hmm. but i'm not playing it anymore you enjoyed I, this I, <laughs> that's you when you type <laughs> Hey, that's, that's, I, that's basically that's basically a primate. That's I, a primate trying to get a banana from his from his from his master, and he'll do whatever he has to do to get that primate to do that. You're no, fu- but the funny thing was, I was in Facebook jail all week, so you probably don't have a lot of good posts from me to use this week. There's nothing I need from you. I mean, it's like that's perfectly fine. It's and and why were you in Facebook jail? Because I said something about guillotines for you know. Some political thing? Okay, fine. the capitalists and, you know, Facebook got crazy because heaven forbid somebody makes a million dollars. Can I ask, can I ask a question? About what is, what is it like Facebook. to be, what, what exactly happens when you're suspended? It's, you get a big uh, uh, red exclamation point. <laughs> Do you get an email that says that you've No, been no, it's just on your thing. When you go to post, it says restricted. And you look at your profile, you have a restricted bar, you press it and it tells you what you did and- and, and does long, it tell you specifically what you yeah, said? Yeah, it tells you the post. Restrict, you know, the Can post. I ask you a question? Like, how much did it kill you to like, go through Facebook and see things you wanted to comment on and you couldn't comment? Uh, I, I, I didn't really go on Facebook that much during the week, actually. I ended I up, did see a post today. Yeah, I got back Friday. I uh, saw one post today yeah. about wrong, about like all love for Star Wars is for all Star Wars. Wrong. That's all. That's all. I got I'll give you credit. At least you you know you couldn't get that wrong that 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 wording wrong. You got it right. Wrong. And I didn't go on a try up a try uh, a, 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 a diatribe. A diatribe. You didn't go on a try and buy. Yeah. You didn't go on a try and buy. I didn't go on a diatribe about crypto bros and Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's tomorrow. All right. So um, I'm, I'm done with Diablo. You can move on to you can move yeah, on to so, Dark Crisis. So I decided to read Dark Crisis and I was going to review it. I was going to review it. Why? Because it's a crisis and it, and like it was gnawing at my gut to go and look. And the issue is Can I ask like I'm, just, I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt but did you see like some kind of free comic book thing about it? 
like there was a free comic book day thing. For yeah, I read the book. free comic book one. This is the actual issue that came out a week or so. But ago. before that, there was something else that you kind of shat on, right? Yeah, prelude, prelude. <laughs> okay, so you shat on the prelude. You shat on the free comic Justice League Incarnate. So now um, basically you're just making sure that. But it, it was really terrible. This one didn't turn it around. So it starts off, just understand, it's, Remember Crisis. Crisis on Infinite Earth where they got the crisis right? It's a crisis. You're in the middle of a crisis. In this, crisis. it's about the new Superman, Jonathan Super, Jonathan Kent or whatever his name is, trying to create a Justice League again and going around to people going, no, no, yeah, no. It's just stupid in that way. But what's, it's just not a crisis. It's, I don't know if these guys ever read comics who wrote it. They, 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 they did not read comics. They don't like comics. They don't like DC. They don't like. They don't know what a crisis is. I don't know who hired them. They need to fire them. This is uh, a crisis, right? They they're trying to write, write them. They're trying to write the next movie. Yeah, it, it's it, what, nobody would see this. It's that bad. What's wrong? Right. So here's. It starts out with a eulogy for the Justice League, and That's it's sweet. by um, by uh, Nightwing, and it is absolutely terrible. There's no soul to it. There's no heart. There's no care for the characters, the loss. There's no feeling of loss. The, the, the art is just all wrong. It is absolutely terrible. So uh, don't buy it. Don't read it. Don't look at it. Post about how bad they it do is. do a tribute to George Perez at the end, though. Yeah, he's, I feel that's terrible. They should not, they should have done it, but it, I'm not going to comment on it because it's, it's so terrible, a, a, a book. So you'll let us know how it turns out, right? You'll, no, no, you'll read the other. Gonna, you won't see me looking at any of the other issues. When's the second issue coming out? I don't know. July. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to look at them. It, it's that bad where there's. So 20 will be, we'll be discussing book two. It was at. I just don't know how this is coming out. And I, I would really question the quality of person that likes it. Like, hey, I would really like to speak to an editor at DC or a publisher, somebody there and say, hey, is this good? Can I ask, how would you, how would you, how would you um, want to speak to an editor at DC? I would if you say, had hey, your look, wish. No, no, like, would you do it in a forum or would you be like, I have an appointment, I have a Zoom appointment, <laughs> and you'll show up with the podcast Cosmic behind you, Arton the yes. Magnificent? What? What, what would it be like? It's just really bad, guys. I don't know what the heck is going on. They just can't write a good Marvel or DC comic anymore. They just can't. They just so, can't. you know what? I'm, can I say I'm surprised? I'm really surprised to hear that you hated it this much. It seems like yeah, there's no yeah. evidence to suggest that you were going to not like it from the previous issues you read. I don't know. I mean, has there been? Uh, let's be honest. I what mean, would have made it better? Come to think about it, there's no no comic that you've read, and I'm, I'm this is not a criticism, but there's actually no comic that you've read that you've liked over the last oh, like a few his reviews. When well, nothing hey, where he's been like I'm crazy about this. It's something like this. Iron There's Fist? nothing. No, no, no. No, Iron Fist was the complete opposite. I mean, he's not was... reviewed anything that he's enjoyed. Yeah, not, 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 not recent. Memory. 
So we'll see what happens when we get to go. When I get to go to a con and pick. What do you mean? We'll see what happens. You just said you're not going to read the story. Not that. Whatever the the next thing is that I read. You're going to read. You're going to read all seven issues of it. You will. I know. Okay. Maybe I might. You will. So this is what's frustrating. You'll you'll spend money on something that you know you're going to hate, but you refuse to give the boys a chance. George went there. The boys a chance. Why can't you? Why can't you give the boys a chance? Because I got some other stuff I got to watch. You watching porno? What? I mean, uh, well, I do watch uh, Pornhub. <laughs> I'd rather hear, uh, ladies and gentlemen, reviews of comic books. To be honest, at least you'll probably enjoy the pornos more than you do the comics. Hmm. The, the one thing I enjoy about comics right now, still to this day, I'll say, no, no, there is something I enjoy. I enjoy interacting with um, friends I've made on Facebook, professionals. I love seeing the art posted by a lot of these guys. But that's um, not but co- that's art from the comics. That's tangential. <laughs> that's tangential to the comic itself. You're not you're not enjoying the medium that it is anymore. Yeah. You know, it's different. That's like saying, you know, like I enjoy the artwork on an album cover, but I'm not going to listen to this fucking shit. <laughs> you know, it's like the same. I like the artist, you know, but I don't care for the fucking music. It's like it's like it's like me when no disrespect to anybody who likes the Grateful Dead. Oh, they had really cool covers, but I would never want to be caught dead listening to any of that music. You know what I mean? It's like Molly Hatchet. Well, that was for Zeta, but you know, but still, I I want nothing to do with that. So don't buy the multiverse uh, Marvel role playing game, and don't buy DC's Dark Crisis. It's trash. All right, everybody, we love you. We will see you soon. Just listen to us. Bear with us. Like and subscribe. Follow us down below again, as we said. And take care.